I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, good day, everyone, and uh, welcome to Wall Talk with Jason Mike. Great to have your company wherever you are, and uh, I can tell you we're loaded up and ready to go, Mike. Not with the Red Bulls. And a wonderful coffee machine at the location that we're at, and we've both just um, smashed out a couple of long blacks, yep. which we have with us, and we're ready to go. And the great news is, too, I want to say a big thank you to all the listeners out there. We have been inundated with questions uh, yeah. uh, of every description that you can imagine. Uh, since we put a video out, mm. we should do that more often, we probably. Should. It's really good. Um, you know, and people immediately respond to that. Uh, and so we're ready to go. How are you, by the way? I'm really good, man. Oh, great. Um, yeah, this coffee is quite tasty. Yeah, good. Um, I'm feeling invigorated. Uh, You're quite the barista, can I say that? Oh, thanks, mate. You know, I like making me coffees. They've got to be just right. And generally, I'd, I'd only have sort of one or two a day, although during shoot, that got up to about 25, 28 a day. Yeah. Uh, but I'm trying to bring it back down because I find that rather than uh, doing you any good, they actually start to have diminishing returns. Yeah. And you just feel rooted but awake. Yeah, that that's the one thing I've uh, discovered about coffee as well. I'm a big fan. Mm. First thing I do in the morning, uh, coffee, durry. Yeah. Um, but no durry at the moment. Yeah, let's talk about that, mate. Um, well, it's only been a little while. Yeah. Where are we up to, though? I reckon we get a count going. I, well, we we both we both made the sort of commitment, didn't we, after we finished doing the show that we we're going to yeah. give them up, which is going to be mean, a surprise just, to my wife listening to this because she thought I gave, gave them up, up before I started. Yeah, 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 years ago. Um, but the stress and strain of the job uh, at yeah. hand was we 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 would occasionally dip out for a, a quick durry or yeah. ten, um, and and I tell you, it's that. And I know I talk about giving up durries all the time, and people are like you, whatever, Jace. I'm for reals this time, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I can tell. I'm for reals. Let's stop this crazy shit. It's madness, man. 35 bucks a packet. Woo! I mean, come on, Mike. Woo! You know, but but, but just like the uh, coffees that we were just talking about, it, there is a law of diminishing returns, no question about it. Really, all I need now mm. is my morning coffee yeah, and then my, my piccolo at night. That's fine, but... You know, I could probably ditch the 10 in between there. Well, that's right. And I sort of found on the shoot there that if I did, I, you know, I sort of like one in the morning and maybe one after lunch. Mm. And if I could leave it at that, and I found if I smoked no cigarettes, and indeed yes. if I only had the one coffee in the morning, I felt really good all day. Yeah. And then well, my addictions do. would kick in, and then you go, oh, well, I might as well have one. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the issue. I mean, I remember I gave up for about four or five months while I was doing radio. And the one thing that I found about it, actually, which was quite ex- – well, it's not extraordinary. It's common sense. I had so much energy. Right. I was literally bursting, bursting with energy, Mike, because yeah. I wasn't smashing my body with hideous chemicals all the time. Yeah. Um, and and like, like the coffees, the durries are a diminishing return for me as well. It's like the first durry of the day, beautiful. Love right. it. 
suck that baby down. Yeah. But then thereafter, thereafter all day, I didn't like it. Right. I didn't like my durries. But you keep going, don't you? Oh, you do. You just keep smashing 20 a day just, you know, to get through them. It's bloody weird, isn't it? Uh, But we don't learn. We don't learn. And the thing is about it is you already know that what you've got to do, and what you've got to do is quit. Uh, But then once you've quit, and like you have for four or five months there, and that I've done for a, a year at a time, and you know I'm, I'm always doing it. I love it, giving up. Um, and then you think oh, I'll just have a crack at it again, and you just like bang straight back to it. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you go back for a, a few. Well, that's what pissed, that's what pissed me off about um, when I'd given up for four or five months. I think I've told you this. I literally came home one day after work, and went, I feel like a durry. So I went and bought a packet. End of story. Yeah, all over Rover. All that hard work down the drain. Yes. You know, it's those first couple of weeks generally that are the roughest. But that's the thing with the addiction. You know, you think you're strong, but it will just sit there. And oh, yeah. It's just waiting for you to just look a bit weaker. Doing then, press-ups. Yeah. Doing press-ups in, the, right. in the wardrobe, mate, yeah. waiting for you to slip. Exactly. Well, you know, and the interesting thing about it was, for me, was when I bought that packet of durries, I deluded myself into thinking, I will make this packet of durries last 10 days. Right. I'll just have my morning durry and then I'll have my evening durry and that will be it. The reality was once I'd bought that packet of durries, I had 10 within about three hours. <laughs> you know, that's just the way I am. Well, that's the way we all are. I think. Yeah. And, and when you were walking down to the shop to get them, I bet there was another voice inside your head going. Up to the shop. Up, up to, to the, the shop. shop. Yeah. Saying to you, you fucking idiot, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you was. doing? And you just block them out. Yep. Nah, nah. Yep. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Well, interestingly, um, Babu, the dairy owner, oh. lovely man, because I told him I'd given up. Oh. And he he used to always, when I used to walk into the shop, would go and get me a packet of dairy straight away. Right. Right. That's, that was, he's a great man. And, and, he, and I said to him, no, Babu, that's it, mate. I'm done. We're over. And it went for the, for the four or five months. And mm. so he didn't get me dairies anymore. And then the shame and the humiliation and the disappointment in his eyes when he looked at me and I asked for that packet of durries. Yeah, he was thinking money in the bank. Man. Yeah, mate, he was money thinking, yeah, beauty, in the bank. bring yeah. it. Mind you, to be fair, I don't think dairy owners actually make a lot of money out of durries. No, I think it's 10%. It's, oh, is it? Yeah. Shit. There's something like that or five, something like that. But the thing about the durries is that's what gets people through the door. Yeah, So they're indeed. coming for the durries, but then they buy all the other shit as well. Yeah, that's you know, true. The $8 blocks of chocolate. Yes. Yeah. 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 Hey, well, let's kick into the advice. And do you want to kick us off, uh, Mike, with yeah, the first one? What have we got for you, mate? Yeah, mate. It's probably. I think she's cheating on me. It's relationship advice with Jace and Mike. Hi, Jace and Mike. Love the podcast and the great advice which I have incorporated many times in my day to day activities. Um, I think there's probably one too many letters in there. Yeah. Uh, question that I have is my partner and I are currently saving for our wedding next year and are struggling to prioritise what items we should spend large on. She wants to spend more on the photographer while I want to make a statement with my neon yellow suit. Any advice would be a great help. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. And that is from, I'll, I'll find out that for you, but what, what, are, your, what are your thoughts well, there? Well, it's an interesting conundrum, isn't it? Because um, especially uh, people, That's from Addison. people tend to get, um, you know, it's a big expense, the old wedding. Oh, uh, look, it is. And, and, you know, people struggling to buy homes and stuff, and you've got to prioritise um, yeah. in terms of, 
you know, do we spend a fortune on getting married, which is just a one-day affair? Yeah. Or do we put that money to better use? That's right. Saving for a home or something like that. That's um, right. But there's certain things that you can do in terms of saving money. Yeah. Um, for your wedding. Yeah. Go on. Um, the first thing we did in lieu of gifts, we said, no, no, don't give us gifts. Contribute to the booze for the wedding. Right. Give us so the money. We're going to set up an account. Yeah. And you can just put money into that account and that will pay for the alcohol. Sure. Boom. Yeah. Boom. There's the alcohol sorted out. Yeah. Boom. Big expense. If you're anything like, if you know my mates and my whanau, yeah. fucking, we're boom. talking boom, <laughs> booze fest. That's right. Um, and can I just make a, can I make a, a, a worthy note to a great New Zealander here? Sure. Mr. Jeremy Corbett, Aye. who was the MC at our wedding, yeah. in the late hours of the evening, well, no, it was getting towards the evening, the barman came, came over to me and he said, Jace, we're running out of booze. Oh. And we were like, holy shit. Oh, dear. Right. So Corby yeah. ordered a crap load of beer and wine, put it on his credit card, oh. and got it delivered holy within shit. about... An hour. Wow. Extraordinary man, Corby. That's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so that was the first thing we did, was to get everyone, rather than buy us presents, contribute yeah. to the booze. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. though I did run out because they're all pissheads. Yeah. Now, we did a similar thing where we had, uh, it was towards the honeymoon. We didn't you know. have a honeymoon. No, no. Well, you spent it on piss, you sicko. Um, well, actually, true story this we got a honeymoon. I wrote a short film with a guy called Johnny Bruff years ago mm. called Beautiful, mm. which won an award somewhere. Was that with Johnny? Yeah, yeah. Well, did you it, also was um, – It was a sugar and spice sketch. Oh, I thought you did something with – was Tim Gordon in that? Yeah, Tim was – Yeah, good, yeah. yeah. Oh, don't let me get into the drama of what happened on the casting front there. But anyway. well, well, somebody was somebody was telling me that that is still their favourite short film. Oh, right. Yeah, recently, in the last week. In well, the last week. the long and short of it was that um, – we won an award yeah. for that film overseas somewhere, and the prize was a week in Bali. Fucking hell. And, um, for two? For two. Ooh, yeah, hot. yeah. And so my the guy that directed it, um, Adam Stevens was his name, he said, Jace, I'm giving that to you and to, to go and – and we went, oh, that's great. Thanks, oh. man. That's awesome. And that was going to be our honeymoon. Sadly, there was a bombing. And it all fell apart. Yeah. So I never got to go to Bali, or oh. neither, neither did my wife. So sad story. So we actually haven't had a honeymoon. Is that the sad story in that story? Well, no, it's more the people that died in the bombing, probably. Because yeah. if I, I remember that one, that was where they set a bomb at one end of the street, which made everyone run to the other end of the street where they had another bomb waiting for them there. Yeah, I think that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the real tragedy of the story. You're yeah, right, Mike. Well, You're give, right. Or, give or take. My bad. Give or take, but yeah, it is a funny thing with the old with the old weddings and the expense because my wife and my attitude, our attitude to the wedding was, well, we should just elope because <coughs> it's a massive expense and it's yes. a massive, well, not fuck around, but it just is. It's a huge thing, and then we're sort of of the opinion. I can't remember what changed our mind. I think we went to somebody else's wedding, and then it sort of dawns on you that it's actually not about you. So much as it, as it is about thanking your family and your friends for getting you to this point in your life where you're able to step off and into this next part of your journey. Yes. So it's a party thanking them yes. for having gotten you to this point in your life. Quite right. 
you know, um, and that was a good realization. And the problem with that is what, the way that weddings have evolved over the years is it used to be that your families were kicking some fucking cash. Mm. Now somehow that's disappeared. Yeah, it never happened at our one either. Actually, no, good no, point. No, it's like it used to be that the father of the bride or whatever somebody would give you some money. We didn't see well, you know, except for the wedding and that, and there was there was help, but it certainly wasn't an all expensive because it used to be that you would not be um, sort of fucking weighed down with this with this cost and expense as you set off on this new part of your life. Yes, you're, you're burdened with this overwhelming debt. Um, which is not a great way to start your married life. Exactly. So the the families would pay for it. Now, I guess I guess the case is that your families would pay for what they could afford. But as we've moved on, you know, the wife's got big eyes. You know, she wants the whole kit and caboodle. Yes. You just wanted to stop talking, so you agree. Yes. Uh, the planning starts. You know, you sort of put a figure on it. We'll spend this much. Somehow it grows five heads and turns into this humongous sum. And uh, we probably spent more than we wanted to spend on it. But at the end of the day, we sort of realised, well, if you're not going to spend it on that, you're going to spend it on some other horse shit. And we actually had a, a, a fantastic wedding. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. So, you know, for us it was it was worth it. Well, same. And this, here's the other things we did. We had a friend, right? Who lived not far from where we lived, who uh, whose property was on an orchard, a plum mm. plum tree orchard, and so we approached her and said, "How would you feel about us having our wedding here?" And she said, "Hell yeah, that'd be great. We'd yeah. love to have it here." So there's your location sorted, Boom. free of cost. Yeah, and it was a beautiful setting. We had tables all through the trees and stuff. That was lovely. Boom. My wife's um, cousin, Uber chef. Ooh. Uber chef. Right. Like had a restaurant in New York, was brilliant, who had moved back to New Zealand. How good. And we said, hey, mate, would you do our wedding? Want to come to our wedding? Want to come to our wedding and cook? And she said, yeah. And so we had what I would what I would characterize as a very flash barbecue type scenario. Yeah. Beautiful meats and seafoods that she cooked on a barbecue with all sorts of amazing salads and breads. People loved it, mate. So boom. Another Boom. saving right there. Yeah. You know, we had to pay cost, cost you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we'd sort of saved on the alcohol, we'd saved on the food, we'd saved on the location. It actually ended up costing us sweet F all. Right. And it was a great night had by all. Yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? And uh, you can do it that way. I don't know your wife's cousin. No. Um, or the lady with the plum orchard. No. Although my auntie had an orchard, or maybe I should have asked her. But, yeah, you, you spend this money and it's and it's, you know, it just is what it is in the end, and um, you know we had some great stories come out of it. You know, Same. Um, yeah. you know, there's always. How did you go with people um, sort of letting you down? Any people let you down? No, not not really. Um, I can't recall no one not turning up or anything like oh, that. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, they always turn up with this free piss around. Oh, right? yeah, totally, man. Yeah. And free food yeah. and all that sort now, of thing. Now, I case. don't think you guys should get married, but fucking hell, I'll drink your piss. Yeah, man. yeah, I'll be in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and frankly, I contributed to it, so I want to get my money's worth. Yeah, that's you right. Know what I mean? Exactly. Although so people no, would have said, well, I'm going to probably, I'll only spend, I'll only probably drink about 40 bucks worth of piss. So I'll put 40 bucks into the account. Yeah, and boom, they come and spend, spend 700. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and drink 800. That's right. Yeah. Um, but as far as this guy goes here, wanting to pri- she wants to prior- prioritise the photographer. Um, Look, and you want, you know, you've got your yellow suit. This is what we did, Mike. 
You got a mate with a fucking uh, one of those cameras? Yes. (laughs) A mate who I might add is a very good photographer, not a professional, but she's very, very good and a big fan of this podcast. She's got a very good Instagram account. (laughs) And she talks to me. Regularly about what we need to do. Oh. Um, she, we said to her, "Can you take some photos?" And she went, "What yeah. we need to do on this podcast?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, what? And we said, "Can you take some photos?" And she said, "Okay." Right. Photographer, boom, sorted. boom, free, sorted, free. <sighs> and she loved it. You know, she yeah. just went around all night, just yeah, those snaps I like. Yeah, we went to a mate's one, and they had, um, I think, disposables on every table. Yes, you know, that that's trip, a good that's idea. A goodie. Uh, but we had a, we had a professional as well. I don't think it was super expensive. But now, and then um, the wife's finally put all those into a book. Yes, um, which we've kept and also given out to some of the in-laws. She's just finished that was five or six years ago. I should know that exactly. But uh, um, yeah, so you got to have your photos, mate. And uh, if you had to choose between a photographer and a neon yellow suit, I'd go neon yellow suit. Yeah, definitely. Because otherwise, what's the point? Um, if you've only got the photographer, it's the other thing about it. my wedding, Mike. My wife's dress, free, made by a friend. Oh, boom, boom! So my wife's dress, made by a friend. Photographer, a friend. Food, a, a relative slash yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah. Booze, everyone. Venue, venue, a friend. Wow, boom, boom. So I think we actually ended up spending. SFA on the entire thing. That's not bad, is That's it? That's pretty good. Yeah. And 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 it, can I just make the point also that none of those people had any resentment or anything like that. They were all like, "Yeah, man, nah, we're into it's it." Cool, you know, chucking because, in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. and I, I, if I could, you know, if a friend said to me, for example, Jace, could you MC my wedding? Of course I would. Yeah, for a fee. For a fee. Of course I would. I mean, maybe not the full fee. No. But a fee. Yeah. I mean, I don't do shit for free, Mike. No, well, it's sort of ruining Are you your... paying the caterers? Yes, we are. Well, you pay the yeah, MC. Yeah, that's right. Well, you're going to ruin your enjoyment because you're sort of spending the whole day, even while the ceremony's on, rather than being able to bask in the enjoyment of what's happening before you think, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to do a speech later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck, I hate this shit, man. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know? Yeah, yeah, totally. Fucking hell. Why is he even marrying this dirty yeah. cow anyway? You um, know what I mean? The... And the thing is, the neon suit. Yeah. Yeah, go neon suit. Yeah. Um, go, <coughs> don't spare the expense. Or, you know, you can just keep saving. So why even have your wedding next year? Why not just save for another year and then have it then? And then you can have you can have your um, yellow neon cake and eat it too. You Absolutely. Know? Do both uh, would be would be my advice. Um, yeah, it'd be a shame not to have both, mate. So, yeah, I, look. Doesn't matter what you do, you're going to love it. You're going to enjoy it. It's going to be the best day of your life. Or it could be the worst. Uh, oh, fucking hell, man! There's it been could some be a shockers, disaster. especially if you're going to wear that yellow thing, neon suit. The other thing about our wedding too was, and this was a hindsight thing, extraordinary when you think about it, was that it was all outdoors. Oh yeah, right, because it was in this orchard, and we were like, well, we never ever at any moment considered. Was this in the Hawkes Bay? No. Where, where was it? It was in out west. Oh. And 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 was the interesting thing was. We never for a moment considered that it might rain. Yeah. And so we absolutely had no provisions if it rained. Yeah. If it rained, we were well and truly fucked. Right. Because it, it was rolled out all out in the open. Yeah. Fortunately, it was a gorgeous summer's day. Yeah. But I remember the 10 days before just 
obsessively looking at the forecast. Right. Yeah. Um, and going, God, yeah. please, God. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We had a similar thing where we were on the south coast of Wellington in May, if memory serves me correctly. Uh, Late May. And uh, the forecast was for southerly gales. And it was outside. And uh, torrential downpours and a temperature of about 11 degrees, I think. And um, and I was standing out there, and as I looked at the forecast, it said, it's raining now, but it was nothing but blue skies right? and an absolute stunner. So we got really, really lucky uh, with another shit-house forecast from the uh, the Met Service. Yes. Because we would have been similarly rooted. You know, yeah. you get these places with the great outdoors, and then... You've got to go inside. Yes. Well, yeah. we had no inside. We had her house, yeah, which was quite a small house, you know. And I can't remember how many guests. Maybe a hundred. Hundred. That's a lot. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe a little bit less than that. I'm not yeah. sure. But we would have been rooted. Yeah. And all the food has been cooked outside. Right. You know. So it was like end of story. Yeah. Disaster. Absolute divorce disaster. within a week. Mm, but there you go. There's our fucking fascinating marriage stories. Yes. Or wedding stories. Anyway, the marriages continue. The marriages continue. Now, That's nice, isn't it? Yes. Should we get into a bit more relationship advice? Yeah, go on. Hi, guys. Really enjoying the podcast. Quick piece of advice needed. The wife and I have recently had twin girls who are nine months old now. Overall, the kids are horrible sleepers, often waking up multiple times through the night. My partner is frequently up and down in the night tending to them. And on the occasion, I also need to get up to settle the kids. (laughs) It's very tiring, and after nine months of dealing with the twins, we are pretty tired. Any advice on how to keep the kids asleep and also not to be woken up in the night by my wife getting up and down to tend to them? Okay, cheers, Ash on the Insta. Yeah. Great question, man. I tell you what, when I was – when we've got the one kid, you've got, you know, four. Multiple. Yeah, many. Um. I was right in the middle of a really full-on work period uh, where I'd finished Wellington Paranormal, went straight into pre-production on a film, the only film that I produced, and uh, it was really hard yards, and we were renovating our house. Well, it was my wife. She was doing that while she was eight and three-quarter months pregnant, painting and all sorts. That You could not get her away from the house. As hard as I tried, she just wouldn't stop doing it. Yeah. Lunatic. Nesting? Um, yeah, and nesting. we just we had to get it done. Well, we weren't even staying in the house. Oh, right, okay. Uh, we were somewhere else. So, yeah, so she was going hard on that and um, finally worked some shit out on the film and I thought, look, if I can just get one good night's sleep after, you know, we started shooting on the Monday. This was a Thursday night. If I can get tonight before the kid comes, I'll be happy. And, of course, it's 3 o'clock that night. 
the missus came in, woke me up. She was going into labour, and I ah oh, fucking typical man. Now the one yeah. night I was going to get a good oh, night's well, one sleep. night's good sleep, and sure Christ. you've been doing the renovating for months on end alone with no help from me. Yes, you know well I've been letting you down by going out on the piss and leaving you in the lurch. Sure. But I need one good night's sleep, and you do this to me. And I just thought, you know what? Fuck this, man. Yeah. Um. So what I did was, and we, you know, so had the baby uh, that night, and then uh, started shooting on the Monday, this film. So I had a separate bedroom. So my wife was up and down in the night. Didn't affect me, man, mm-hmm. because I had my own bedroom. Now, I was working all night on this film, but I'd come home, take my sleeping pills, and just sleep all day. Bliss. Yeah. For the first sort of six six weeks while we were filming. And then I thought, well, I don't want that to end. So even when the film ended, I just stay in my own room. You right. Know, just yeah. hanging out by my – and she had to go, you know, be quite nice if we, uh, you know, sort of enjoyed this parenting thing. Yeah, as a family. <laughs> as a family. And, um, yeah, I thought, oh, well, okay. And that was quite good too, but nothing quite like getting your own sleep. So, um, you know, if you've got a spare bedroom there, man, I'd I'd get into it. Well, th- this is the interesting thing. I mean, generally speaking, all my girls are pretty good sleepers apart from one. Right. And we had this one child for the mm-hmm. first six months of her life in the cot next to us in our bedroom. No good. Fatal move. No good. Fatal move. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was like uh, Ash here. It was six months. Right. Six months of being woken every two hours because yeah. she was just a terrible, terrible sleeper that we would, you know, have to get up and, and sort her out. And a mate said to us, put her in the spare room. Yeah. Why do you have her in the bedroom with you? Put her in the spare room. Yes. Um, and then so we went, oh, okay, we'll do that. Put her in the spare room. And, of course – had that agonizing period of yeah. her crying and crying, and we were told, don't go in. Yeah. You know, don't go in. And my wife would literally be outside the door going, oh, I just I feel terrible. Yeah. And you're going, shut up. Just, I'm trying to I'm sleep. I'm trying man. to sleep here. Yeah. Just uh, leave her. Yeah. Leave her. Of course, your spare room was a sleep out at the back of the property. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, I got that built. Yeah. Uh, specific. I said it was going to be a study. Yeah. But I put a bed in there. Yeah. Um, and said, I'm just going out to the study. I'll see you in the morning. And, um, you know, and then all of a sudden, four or five days later, Mike. Yeah. Eureka, she stopped crying in That's the night. Right. Well, you're so, you're so finely tuned to every little noise that they make, every little whimper. And they might not even be waking up and having a cry. They just sort of no. make a noise. And no. bang, you're awake. Yes. Um, so you've got to put a stop to that. And what worked for us was we got a. Um, we got an app. Yes. You love your apps, don't well, you? Well, I love this app. And I, I can live without any other app, but this app was an absolute lifesaver. Yes. Um, because what it does is, and it's called Little Ones, mate. Ash, and this is, this is some serious advice here. It's called Little Ones, and I'm sure there's a million other things that do exactly the same thing. But it actually planned out your days where it'd say, at this time, you know, if your kid's this age, bang, this is a time you wake them up. Bang, this is a time you give them a 10-minute nap. Bang, this is when you've – all of that. So your entire days were planned. Because I don't know about you, but I lived at, we lived in this dream where we were like, well, you know, when we have a kid, we'll be taking them out to parties. Oh, I'll be sleeping yeah. under a table. You know, it'll be it'll be um, adapting to our lifestyle and our timetable, you know, you know, all this. Sort of, and then you have a kid and they start crying. Yeah. And the only thing that matters in your life is how do we stop it from fucking crying? Yes. That is your – 
only purpose in life is to stop it crying yes. and feed it, I guess, to a lesser degree. Um, and so you have to get some structure in. And this app was incredible. So from the time she was probably certainly three months old, she's been sleeping pretty much pretty much 12 hours a night. Jesus, 12? 6.30 until 6.30 in the morning. And now she's 20 months old-ish, and she's doing 6.30 until 8 or 8.30 without so much as a peep. Wow. And it is – I don't know what we would have done because, like everybody, I need my sleep, man. Mm. You know? Do you need your sleep, man? I do. I don't get much. No. But and, I need and it last I find, night I wake up. And I find as I get older, I get less and less sleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is which is okay. I, I'm a big fan of the early mornings, actually, now. I, I, used I love to, waking up. I used to resent them. Now I'm like, it's six o'clock. Yeah. I know. I might as well get up and have a coffee. Six o'clock's fine. <laughs> it's the two o'clock. Yeah, yeah. And the fours and the four thirties that I could do with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And for me, it's, yeah, it's the two, the two thirty in the morning waking up. Bing! Yeah, and going oh fuck! Well, that's me fucked. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, well, I I always love it how people are like when we have a baby. They're so righteous too. Yeah. Oh, I'll never let my baby do that. Yeah. I'm not going to let my baby consume that. No. I'm never going to give my baby that. Yeah. I'll never make you know. And it's like fuck off. Exactly. You know, you have a couple of kids and let's just see how fucking <laughs> righteous you are. That's right. Your, even- you know, oh, I'd never do that with my child. You yeah. know what I mean? That that there aren't enough hours in the day to be the perfect parent. Man. No, especially when you haven't got the will. No, there's that as well. Um, you know, once you have four, oh. you know, that's the interesting thing is that the first one you're like, oh, oh. The fourth one you're like, ah, oh, fucks, you'll be fine. Yeah, that's seriously, right. you are. Yeah, no, that's it's right. It's like, no, she's all right. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's right. They're but amazingly the, robust. Yes, they are. Yeah. They are, and you know. It, it, but I would – I don't know. Did they say in the letter that they were in the same bedroom? Well, it doesn't say specifically. Oh, she, yeah, it says no. overall the kids are horrible sleepers, often waking up multiple times. My oh, partner is frequently yeah, up yeah. and down in the night, which sort of feels to me like they probably are in a separate room. But having twins where they're waking each other up, now that would yeah, that'd that'd be, be a nightmare. Annoying, yeah. You know, because if you've got one, you've got the two. Um, you know, the obvious thing here is any advice on how to keep the kids asleep and also not to be woken up in the night by my wife getting up and down to tend them. Well, I think you having a separate bedroom is key. Yeah. Because the other thing about it is, and we were of this, you know, mind frame and, and we stuck to it. Like we've had mates that, that she'd get up in the night and he'd get up, my mate would get up to keep her company. It's like, what's the fucking point of that? You've got, you've, there's nothing you can do. Yes. Offering moral support in the middle of the night is an absolute waste of time. Better that you have uh, full energy during the day where you can actually take the kids off her hands and serve some purpose there, other, other than, which is better than both of you being fucked 24 7. Yes, I agree with that. You know? Yeah, yeah, totally. and then, of course, when you know in the day, you go, oh, God, busy, I've got to go yeah, out. Yeah, I've got to go to work and stuff. A few beers, cricket's yeah, yeah. on, yeah, you know, yeah. stuff like that. But um, as a sort of an idea, it's a really good one. So if you can sell that to her. Yes. You know. Say, look, if you want me at peak form during the day, yeah, um, then you'll need to let me have a good, solid, restful sleep. Totally, because what, what I didn't sort of realise, only because I'd given it no thought, and I think the wife was the same, is there's no such thing as night and day when you've got a newborn baby. No. 
there is only the periods in between feeds. So yes. you've got to, like, if they sleep, you've got to sleep. And, like, you're literally, you're up 24 hours a day mm. for months. Yes. So you have to be taking these naps at all these key little times. I mean, God knows how we've gotten this far. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, and this is the other thing, mate. It, you know, Ash, it doesn't really, look, parenthood's not for everyone. No. And, you know, I wouldn't be too hard on yourself if if you just say, look, you know, this just isn't for me, man. Oh, you mean walk out altogether? Well, I mean, walking out is one way to put it. Right, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. But just, I think, sort of examining your living arrangements. Sure. And just saying, you know, maybe there's an easier way. Maybe I get an apartment in town. Sort of thing. Is that what you're sort of Close to the bars. Right, yeah. Yeah, so I don't have to... Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. you know, that makes sense. Because, um, you know, we've had some people call them about advice. You know, their their partners have had kids. There was that guy who was like, when can I start pushing for a for a bit of action? Yes. You know. Yeah. And you can't. Because no. it's, I mean, that kind of chauvinistic attitude of, you know, oh, I want to have sex with my wife. Well, I mean, she's been through a massive... One of the massive transformations a human body can take, indeed, the pre and post baby, um, you know, and having some chauvinistic pig saying, "Oh, I want to have a root," it's not on me. Nah, so you nah. got to try and sort out a way you can cop some roots on the side. Well, yeah, just <laughs> right, yeah. Well, yeah, and I think spare room is essentially what we're saying. Yeah, and or apartment in town. Yeah, 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 and that's going to be an expense thing. Yeah, and with you having twins, it's going to be hard to find the kind of money that you'll need to be operating two, you know, to be operating a um, you know an apartment as well as your own abode. Um, but if you've got a mistress who's got her own place or something like that, yeah, well, you could stay there. Yeah, 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 totally. Just don't get her pregnant, man, or that'll be the end of that. Yeah, that'll be a disaster. <laughs> now, listen. That brings us to the end. I think it does. Of another podcast. And uh, thanks to all those people that bothered to write in. Remember to subscribe. Yeah. Remember to give us a rating, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, well, no, five stars. Five stars. Uh, because we want to see that graph continue to climb. Yeah, man. It's had a few dips recently. Is it? I don't know. I'm no, just no, saying that off no, the top no, of my no, head. No, no, no. I think we're on a steady climb. Yeah, that's great. So, uh, Subscribe, give us a five-star rating, send in your questions, and we'll keep responding to them week in, week out. We love it, mate. See you later. Kakite. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.